Hello, and welcome to the Vitality Women Leading Audaciously podcast. I am Jennifer Helene, CEO of Purposeful Ventures, devoted to naturally innovative solutions for the realignment of humanity. We believe that stories connect us, dismantling the illusion of separation, causing healing. This interview will be 20 to 30 minutes long, and I look forward to sharing on Common Ground. Hello and welcome to Vitality, Women Leading Audaciously. Today, my honored guest is Angela Santi. She is the Dolce Vita Leadership and Lifestyle Designer. It's one of my favorite. I love hearing that lifestyle designer. It's just so brilliant. She is in Italy right now, one of my most favorite European countries. And uh, welcome to the show. So happy to have you here. I'm really curious about your life journey as it led you to become a lifestyle designer. Please tell us about yourself. Hi, Jennifer. First of all, I'm super happy and honored to be your guest today. And hi, everyone. How to all the listeners. So my journey is a long journey because <laughs> I'm a seasoned professional. So how did it start? It started from the fact that I really value the quality of life. And I had the privilege and the opportunity to have a fantastic life quality since the beginning of my life because of my family. So I come from a family of uh, multiple generation entrepreneurs and this, I was lucky. I was lucky to be born in the right family. And they really empower me to do whatever I wanted. They empower me to follow my passion, my dreams and everything. So my life was wonderful. This was in the first part of my life. I traveled all over the world in the 80s when I was very young. I I was I stayed a lot, spent a long time in the United States, in California. You know, I would follow my fashion and have a lot of fun. Then uh after the university, I I said, okay, I have to go working. And where did I go? I, my family had a business, a huge business in the automotive dealership and and distribution, luxury automotive. So again, wonderful lifestyle, elegance, and, you know, and all the cool things that you could have. And on the one hand, this was fantastic. On the other hand, since I was thrown in the board of directors and in a managing position, I was uh, the head of the human um, resources and organizational development, I became addicted to stress because I wanted to, I'm a recovered professional, so I wanted to show up, you know, like super professional, super perfect. Yeah. Um, I had... And it was the 90s, so the role models that were available at that time weren't, you know, like feminine. So I became, you know, this kind of super tough masculine leader um, as the energy and everything. And I was super successful. I was enjoying myself on the one hand, but I wasn't feeling, you know, right with myself. I was feeling, you know, like as if I was betraying myself. But 
I stayed in my comfort zone because I had everything, the money, the success, the beautiful cars, the travels, the thing, and and da da da. Then all of a sudden, the family business crashed and I have to start from scratch. Oh my gosh. Hmm? And leveraging my, you know, like my passion, my know-how, my skills. Yeah. I had the opportunity to come back to myself and I started to work in the consultancy industry. Again, in the beginning, I was working as an independent contractor for uh, consultancy firms. And my lifestyle was mm. terrible because I was, you know, like working all over the places and traveling and commuting and, and all that. And then I said, you know what? I decided to throw everything, like we say in Italian, out of the window, started for nice like this. And I said, I started from scratch once. Let me do it again. I can do it again because I want to feel, well, it's the number one priority to me is the lifestyle because lifestyle means a lot of things. It doesn't mean all only, you know, like being in beautiful places. It means the way you live and how you feel. Mm. So to me, of course. Mm. So I started from scratch and I decided to work only online. There, I could really be honest to myself and say, again, lifestyle is the most important thing. And after all, I'm Italian, and Italian don't live for working, they work to live. <laughs> First thing. And Italians live la dolce vita. So what is the sweet life after all? It's a fantastic quality of life. So I decided, I pioneered my, um, my methodology, and I decided to export this methodology because... I know that you were in Italy a lot, you know, many times. And you, I know that you know what I talk about when I talk about the Dolce Vita. It's a feeling. It's an approach to all aspects of life. Mm. So it's a way to, to show up in a very committed yet lighthearted way to be resilient, you know. And, you know, it is what it is. You know, let's let's do it. But up to a certain point and let's also put in boundaries. Yeah. And designing your life is very much a choice. So you're choosing to either do or not do. And I think you bring up a really important point for our listeners. Um, It is in just this generation that we have had so many demands on us professionally and as caregivers and as, you know, romantic partners. And we have to, you know, we're expected to, we expect ourselves to uh, fulfill all these roles. And in order to do that, we have to often take on the masculine energy. And I think it's causing a lot of confusion in romantic relationships, gender identification, um, and just general breakdown of the family unit, because women are, are assuming a lot of masculine energy. And it actually, what, from my experience, and maybe you have uh, some insight, or I'm sure you have insight into this, um, it usually leads to like a burnout of sorts, um, or some kind of disease or some kind of breakdown. Um, not to say, cause we all embody masculine and feminine energy, but when the masculine like takes charge, like you were saying, um, and I've experienced this too. And that's why one of the reasons why I do what I do as well. Um, what, what happens to, uh, to these women? Do you, have you noticed as well that when we take on too much of that masculine energy, that it causes a imbalance and in, in our health and well-being? 
Definitely. And I can uh, say that it happened to me and I um, developed a thyroid disease oh, because really? I wasn't speaking my truth. So symbolically, you know, the, the, the thyroid is communication yeah, and I wasn't. Yeah. So, well, and by the way, I uh, hid myself by changing life completely. Wow. And by speaking my truth, I will no matter what, I don't care. I say that's what amazing. I amazing. So you never had to go on the medication or get it eradicated. No. Oh, that's that's really that's really no. shocking. And and folks, uh, her last name Santi, doesn't it mean health? It means saints. Saints. Okay. Saints. Yeah. I have saints that help me. That's incredible. Yeah. I'm sure you have experiences of that. Yeah, and I tell you, I just you know I I had a you know, spend some time in the U.S. So I know that you Americans have so many support groups and I just Googled uh, Graves Disease Support Group and I found so many books. I read the books and I applied the theory and I hid myself. It took me some years, but I never, never, ever, never took drugs. Oh, for those of you listening, I mean, I know almost three out of five women now in the United States have thyroid conditions. And they are not easy to heal naturally. And the medical system discourages you to try to heal them naturally because it they don't understand the endocrine system. It's so multifaceted. And um, it'd be interesting. That's a whole other podcast in and of itself, how you did that. That's fascinating. But I think going back to being at choice and getting curious when you get a diagnosis um, yeah. is really, really essential. And being at choice around how you choose to live your life with this balance of enough time and space to be creative and to have fun and to have that sweetness, that dolce yes. vita. Um, yes. And so uh, I, I, I know that you have um, like a like a free giveaway in terms of a la dolce vita wheel. Tell us about that. What what can that offer to us if we were to go and, and complete that? So it's a, it's a tool which is similar to the wheel of life, but the, all the dimension, all the parts describe part of your life and your business and how you relate and how you approach or your business or your, your job. So how you approach to that. So when you, when you feel it, this uh, tool you get a snapshot of where you are now and how much Dolce Vita you are embodying in your personal and professional life. Nice. Because La Dolce Vita in professional life is also being in the flow. And you are in the flow if you do something that really lights you up yeah. and that is aligned with your skills, with your value. So it's very multifaceted, as you say. So mm. you have this snapshot, which is very easy. And then you also understand what are the priorities to tackle with it. Yeah, it's so important because I think we get overwhelmed. You know, we know we're not happy. We know there's something missing, but we're not really sure how to take a handle on it, you know, really, really do something about it. And, and it seems like we don't even give ourselves permission also to, to be creative and have playtime as adults at least <laughs> which I think is really yeah. important. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. You know, and you are to say what kind of exercise should I do? And I'm like, you know, whatever's play for you. Like, you yeah, know, you name exactly. it. Hula hooping, so roller that's... skating, like, you know, anything exactly. Dress yeah. up, dance. So, <laughs> yes. You know what? Every morning I have my morning routine. Then hopefully there is no one in the house because I'm singing all the time. I'm <laughs> dancing. You know, like we're preparing breakfast. And so 
this is something that really keeps my energies up. And I haven't seen a medical doctor in, I don't know, 20 years, 30 years. have no idea. That's incredible. So for those of you who are just listening and can't see her, Angela is gorgeous. She's very modern. She has these very beautiful modern glasses on and she has this beautiful hair that's in a bob. And um, she's just very fashionable and just, you know, she definitely embodies, she keeps using that word, it's one of my favorite words. Um, she embodies vitality, but from a place that is just seeping with uh, fun and joy and sweetness, as she calls it. Um, and so how do you maintain your vitality as a, as a caregiver, uh, for your father, you were saying, and 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 also owning your business, because what is your kind of secret sauce outside of what you just shared with us? That is, so the secret sauce is, I am very clear on my priority, and my priorities are. It's the first one is myself, so I put myself first in line, and I tell you that my my former um, boyfriends and you know like significant others were oh you're so selfish I said I'm not selfish I'm just respecting myself and I know that if I am the first I can you know I can deliver to others so this is it and I of course there are moments in life where you really have to give your energy to other people so you have to get energy so boundaries for me are sacred Mm. my secret space my morning routine in the evening, I, well, of course, I eat very healthy. Uh, and in the evening, I have my my yoga, whatever, or my night routines. And I always, I work three to four days a week. And I tell you, last summer, I took six weeks holidays, which for an American is something but again these are my boundaries I know what I want I'm super focused when it comes to work and to be with other people but when it's my time don't call me because I'm not there for anyone unless of course yeah yeah, there is a earthquake or a fire or you know I think boundaries is something that we all know we should have and um, in the face of people calling you selfish and setting those boundaries, what is a tip that you can offer our listeners today around metabolizing that level of negativity? Because oftentimes when we set boundaries, it's it's not always well accepted by the ones we love, the ones we're caring for, and the ones we're around. And, and I, I think a lot of women just want to kind of dodge the bullet of that, you know, they just can't handle, you know, all that negativity. So what? Yeah, what would you recommend? Because I think we know it's a good thing, but I think a lot of us shy away from it because it's just so challenging. Okay, so first I would say let's rephrase and let's change the labels. So it's not being selfish, but it's being respectful of yourself, respect yourself mm-hmm. and get all the energy that you can give to other people. This is the first thing. And then boundaries, let's call it, I don't know, my sacred place, my sacred space, mm-hmm. my... Uh, I mean, yeah, I think that each one of us should find the way because maybe what I'm talking about doesn't resonate to other people. So there is a way to, because this these labels are just um, cultural conditioning. I and agree. You are adapted to those conditioning. So yeah. each one of us should really, uh, and this is something that I encourage. So when we... Uh, attach a negative meaning to something 
do you think is it my belief or it is something that comes from somebody else and let's challenge it is it serving you mm. so let's find another way let's reframe it so reframing in a in a positive way or in a way that serves you does a lot yeah i agree i agree um but boy oh boy uh the people around me know that i'm a much happier person after my yoga <laughs> or you know a good meal i think having stable nutrition is such a key key part of uh, a lifestyle practice i call them practices yes. um because i feel like we're always just kind of practicing right it's, we're never really you know perfect with it right but it's just a practice so i love to just give myself that grace so yeah. to speak. Yes, exactly. And I think it's it's also it's very important because uh even in the workplace, not only you know in your private life, you have to have the energy to reach the goals that you want to reach. Yeah. So to me, it's such a I mean, it's such a no-brainer that I want to eat healthy. I never eat in, in front of a computer, and this is something that you give it's a gift that you're giving to your workplace you know to being vital to to be healthy and to have the brain power to do things so vitality is well by the way is the number one of my four pillars so, <laughs> i love it i love it because right it's like, what does vitality mean to you uh yeah vitality means having in place the right habits and routine that ensure me whatever I need, which is energy, brain power, happiness, and uh, to help me and to be empowered to go through my day um, as my the best version of myself. I love that. Yeah. And I mean, you can tell a lot by how you feel first thing in the morning when you wake up. And, and you can also tell a lot by the, the quality of the eye. And I can tell you folks that her eyes are so clear and so bright and so beautiful. Um, and, and this, this spark, and, and it's okay if you don't feel like sharing, but like, you know, the spark, I feel like is divine. Um, I don't know if you, uh, you know, believe in a higher, you know, power or God or whatever it is, but I, you know, I, I feel like, I feel like that's present here, um, in you and, uh, yeah, but I don't want to put you on the spot Thank if you. it's not something you like to talk about. <laughs> so my routine works <laughs> your routine absolutely works and so you teach it um you have private consults is that how you um help people uh with their their creating their dolce vita yes yes i i i consult my clients privately mm -hmm. and i work with a selected number of clients that are ready to for their breakthrough and their dolce vita and I like to work with leaders become, because I'm all about to create a top-down revolution also in the workplace. So leaders, in my vision, have to embody La Dolce Vita. Mm. And when they embody La Dolce Vita, they can bring La Dolce Vita into the organization. Yeah. Because organizations should not be energy suckers, but they have to like multiply energy of the people that work in a, in a, in a company. You and I are so aligned in the way we view business and life and uh, the kinds of people we like to work with. It's pretty exciting to, to meet somebody who's so aligned. Um, you use the word embodiment a lot, and I'm curious about your relationship to this, to this word uh, and how it shows up in your work. Hmm. Embodiment to me is like a, 
and body to put on a wonderful dress, a fashionable thing, uh, a thing that makes you feel great, which is not the comfort zone, okay? But it's it's like, yeah, it's like a dress. So we all play roles. We have multiple roles in our lives. So uh, there is a way that we can uh, play a role, embody a role that is, I don't want to use the word sustainable because it's boring and it's limited. So it's expanded. So everything like La Dolce Vita, Vitality, etc. To me, you really have to be consistent. And embodiment is also to me means walking the talk and being consistent and also um, getting all your energies out there in a consistent way. If you are phony, you if you, you know, we get this energy that is not working. So the embodiment has to also to, to do with uh, our truth, our inner yeah. wisdom. Yeah. And you know, when someone is speaking about something they love, it's like this felt sense that it goes to their core. It's like not on the surface at all. It's, it's going all the way through. Actually, Brene Brown in her most recent book talks about embodiment a, a lot. And I thought that was so interesting. Embodiment practices are a big part of my life and my, my lifestyle practice. And there are some of the most effective things that I that I have in my toolkit, to be honest, you know, in terms of movement and um, in the embodiment of, of truth, like you're speaking of, it's a really, really important thing. I think for all of us, especially women, I mean, men too, but I, I just think it's a very feminine thing when you use the word flow, yeah. embodiment, you know, like it's a very, yeah. very much feminine. <laughs> yeah. And I'm curious about Brene Brown last book. I haven't read it. So I will take it as a suggestion. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's very academic, actually, surprisingly. I, I was, the, the last chapter, you know, have some, every chapter has some nuggets, but it's very, um, it's almost like a textbook mm. of the 84 emotions. So it, it was very intellectual for me, very much in the head, although mm -hmm. she's speaking about embodiment a lot. So I might have to Maybe. give it another read through, but I feel like it's, you know, she's she's redefining emotions, which is interesting. Uh, okay. For me, embodiment is moving those emotions. It's one of the yeah. most effective tools, like energy in motion is an emotion. And if we don't have circulation there, the stagnation can cause, you know, some major problems, like psychosomatically, oh, yeah. physiologically, um, in your life, career, finances, relationships. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I totally agree. And I tell you, uh, movement, which is a part of my routine, every, walking in nature, yoga, Pilates, whatever, it's so important. And, you know, when you talk about all those leaders that are stuck in their chair, in their office, and talking and talk about being creative, being out of the box, and all that. It's impossible if you don't move and go out. Yeah, agreed. That's why so many of them in, the, in California are doing psilocybin journeys. It's becoming yeah. very fashionable. <laughs> yes, exactly. And I tell you, there was a thing in the, um, the ancient Romans here in Italy. They had this practice that it was called in Latin solvitur ambulando. Mm. which means uh, to problem solve or to percolate while walking. So all the philosophers were walking and talking mm. and their ideas, you know, their thoughts were dynamic. If you are static, you're, 
everything is static. Right? It's your spine. It's really your spine. And today I was working on undulating. That's one of my favorite, you know, words. And also like to, to move the spine, like we, we to mm-hmm. actually undulate is a really important oh, yeah. movement. Uh, and we do that when we swim, but not everyone's swimming. You can do it when you dance. But uh, that movement, I think is, you're right, so critical for uh, our ability to lead our lives, create yeah. the Dolce Vita, which yeah. I love saying. I get, I feel like it's fancy. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> Oh, it's been so fun to speak with you. Any last words of wisdom uh, for our listeners today? Hmm. I would like to say uh, to to share my mantra, which is discipline is freedom. So be disciplined. That's my mantra. What do you? I can't believe it. It is. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm gonna stop. Oh my god. Because we're so aligned. So you have to be disciplined to bring all those things, those positive movement and Dolce Vita in your life to be free from so many things that are negative. It's so true. Ah, Discipline is freedom. And I think for a lot of people, becoming healthy doesn't feel like freedom. It feels like restriction or if going to bed early doesn't feel like freedom. And and I just want to encourage our listeners to to really embrace what we're what we're trying to communicate. You know, when you think about the eagle, the eagle is the representation of freedom for our country, the United States of America, yeah. um, and and other religions and and symbol symbols. You know, across the globe. Yeah. And what's interesting is that when you really study the eagle, the bird, it has a one pointed vision. It sees in a very unique way that doesn't see like we see. It sees as one point. And I think that that's the, because I always feel like nature is a perfect reflection of of all things and we learn and there is no separation. And so I feel like that's just the most accurate way nature can describe to us how nature really is freedom. Discipline really is freedom. Yeah. And my yoga practice has taught me that over these almost 30 years. Um, And I just get so excited about it. And people call me selfish too. (laughs) They do. But uh, I think we have to give ourselves permission and take that time to restore and rejuvenate. Yeah. It's really essential and cultivate uh, the leadership of our lives, which is what you stand for. Yeah, exactly. And again, it's not selfishness. It's self-respect. Yeah, it is. And I like that because a lot of people they're throwing around self-love these days, but it's 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 different than that. It's 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 respecting mm. yourself. Although I wonder if my partner would think like you don't think I respect you. <laughs> oh yes. I think I respect you, but I have to respect myself as well. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, discipline is freedom. And uh, I encourage everyone to go and check out her um, lifestyle wheel. We're going to put the link in the notes here. Uh, so you can access that, the Dolce Vita wheel. So you can really get a, a sense probably relatively quickly on the areas of your life yeah. that need more sweetness, that need more fulfillment. Yeah. Oh, or they can also schedule a session with you. Definitely. Yes. Yes. And the best thing is to do the wheel first and then schedule a session. So we debrief the the wheel and, and we have a starting point, which is very, very clear. Yeah. So we know what to do. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. It's a beautiful time of year. At the time of recording, it's autumn in uh, in the area that she's living, and it's just so magnificent. The light, the fruit, <laughs> the land, the oh, yeah. yeah, it's yeah, like everything. unreal. <laughs> thank you, Angela. Thank you very much, Jennifer. It was a pleasure, honor, and a very beautiful and enriching conversation. Thank you for listening to Vitality Women Leading Audaciously. Please contact me if you're interested in cultivating more vitality at jennifer-helene.com on the contact page. If you know this episode would be of value to your community, please share it on all of your social media channels. Maybe you are a successful working mom who would like to share your story on this podcast. Please visit podcast.jennifer-helene.com backslash podcast-guest to apply. And you might know someone who would be an ideal guest. If so, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag Vitality Women Leading Audaciously. I absolutely love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up, ratings, and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and mean a lot to me and my team in getting the word out about how to realign humanity with purpose. Purposeful Ventures is a company that is helping moms succeed in revitalizing their lives, relationships, businesses, and health. Please join a more personal conversation by working directly with me, joining my private Facebook group or one of my programs. This is Jennifer Helene, and thanks for spending your precious time with me. Thank you.